midnight i can't sleep it's saturday well if it's midnight is it still saturday no technically it's um 12 41 so it's sunday happy sunday day of the lord Woo -woo. he will be risen again no he has already risen for easter so he Is it free us from salvation? Which one is it? Free us from salvation. If it's that, then shout out to that too. The Lord is among us. He never left us down. He's here and with you always. My sister just came in my room. She opened the door, gave me some funny look, and walked away again. And now she's back again, and she's talking to me. The Lord. No, um, it's Sunday tomorrow. No, technically it's Sunday now. Cause... Listen, the Lord has no specific title. He is the Lord. Okay, he made all. Now my mom's getting involved. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? I swear to God, I have no idea what just happened. My mom is actually shouting at me. Hiya! It doesn't matter. The Lord is the Lord. She's like, when have you become Christian? I have always been Christian. We've always been Christian, all of us. I might actually get beaten to death. But yeah, anyways, what up? And uh, fine, how you are? I say salamu alaikum too. Gosh. But um, our last episode was a bit deep, man. You know, going back to July and August as well. And like all the things that happened during summer. That was some deep stuff. And so now... I wanted to kind of bring us back to a bit of light because even though the darkness is still with us and it's still always going to be with us no matter where we are, who we are, whatever we're doing, we're all going to have those days and um, there is still joy in our lives and we have to hold on to it even if it's a minor, tiny, tiny little thing, we have to hold on to it. It's very, very important that we don't um, lose that. So I was holding on to the tiny bit of joy in my life and um yeah just wanted to let you know so anyways how are you i hope you're okay i hope you had a good day and i hope you're you know dealing with whatever that's up but um i want to let you in on a little secret i think i figured out why i was unhappy at all of these like places and situations where I'm supposed to be paying attention, right? And I figured out what it is. I think the older you get, 
the more experience that you gather the more serious you become and the more you realize your worth right when you're young it's easy to get lost in the gratitude of life right you are young and you're in certain areas certain jobs certain meetings certain positions and you're like oh my god i'm meeting the prime minister oh my god i mean this person oh my god i'm at this building oh my god i'm here i'm so grateful to be here i'm so grateful to be there when i was younger like it was okay for me to say those and be grateful but now that i'm kind of reaching the end of my 20s and it's like you know i'm entering the other side of adulthood i feel like i need to like it's starting to feel a bit cringe when I'm grateful to be in a certain room or grateful to be me in a certain higher up person, blah, blah, blah. Let me give you some examples. When I got nominated for the diversity awards, right? Do excuse me. Oh my goodness. And if I knew how to edit, by the way, I would edit that bit out, but fuck it. I don't know how to do that. So you're just going to have to hear me sneeze, man. Soz babes. But anyways, yeah, when I got nominated and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful. This is a wonderful opportunity. Fine, right? But me, I have this ritual in my head. Not ritual, but it's more of a mantra, right? Every success I reach in my life, it's always dedicated to my parents. My mom who's living, my father who's no longer here, unfortunately. And in my social media like whether i got certificates like little things before or big things whatever it was i always said mommy and daddy this is for you right on my linkedin because it's connected to my other socials i disconnected my socials by the way because we're gonna get into that later on when you have to have different voice when you're in linkedin compared to when you're on your snap compared to when you're on your facebook you know what i'm talking about now right i didn't know this stupidly i just connected everything because it's convenient for me to make one post that just blasts everywhere right so on my this original post i wrote it on my facebook where i was like you know this is a wonderful moment i'm so grateful to be recognized out of twenty-eight thousand people i'm a finalist this is amazing and then i said mommy thank you for always encouraging me no matter what happens um this is for you and i said daddy i am proud to be your daughter and i'm proud to be your legacy and whatever happens even if i don't win I am always, always striving to be, you know, half the daughter that you visioned for me to be, right? That sounds lovely, doesn't it? It sounded nice to me. It sounded, it was very personal. It's my personal social space. It's fine. And then someone sent me a message on LinkedIn and he was like, um, congratulations on your award. I'm very pleased for you. Can I just give you a little professional advice? And this is going to be, you know, might be a bit offensive. I'm really sorry. Um, but you know, someone with your experience and your caliber saying the word daddy on, on your LinkedIn, it's, I don't know, it just doesn't quite fit the, you know, image of professionalism. And I was like, wow, there's an image of professionalism? Like, we're supposed to have an image of professionalism? And then I was like, I reread it, and I was like, fuck, he's right. It just sounds like you've got people that I follow, like all these like big name CEOs and people all over who are talking about like corporations and businesses and things and there's my little tiny post like it's from my net from my Facebook page going daddy this is for you like what the fuck 
I got what he was talking about and something happened to me in that moment where I snapped and I stopped thinking like air quotes young person and I started thinking like an adult right and every decision I made since then has been in the mindset of adulthood rather than a young person who's whatever a young black person a young Muslim woman a young this I no longer see myself as young therefore I shouldn't talk like I'm young and when you're young and you're meeting the prime minister or you're meeting whoever you can be like oh my god this is such a great opportunity I'm so glad to be here but when you're an adult a professional from a field and you've got shit to say you're just gonna be like you know hey what's up Boris or whoever's the current leader you just shake hands with them and you talk seriously about whatever you want to talk about you don't need to then post it and say what a great honor it is to meet him when I was in the conservative party conference look through my social media pictures I'd never took one picture with him because I was too busy talking and discussing and networking and talking about the important things I took selfies with other people and I took things with others just for jokes but I wasn't there to be grateful I was just there to enjoy myself and when I chaired a session, I remember like I felt so fake because at the beginning of the session I was like, you know, I'm so grateful that you're here with us. And I could hear myself say the words and I was like, I am grateful that you're here with us, but not in a we're young, you know, BME young people and we are grateful that you've joined us. No, babes, just do you. So now I'm training my mind to recognize my worth. I am somebody who's got a wealth of experience. I am somebody who's got something to say. And I am somebody who has earned the right to be in this room, to earn the right to be on this table, in this meeting. So I don't need to be extremely grateful and honored to be here. No, I need to be serious, sit up straight and take part in the conversation. And I think that's what we all need to do. Because regardless of what race or what culture, what skin color you have I think is more of a working class thing you know the you know the lower we are on the scale of class or whatever social warfare like we are programmed to be grateful we're kids who went to a free school so someone paid for that okay and we we don't recognize the fact that our parents work like dogs so their taxes somehow contributed to that and our teacher salary whereas all these kids who go to private school who will never understand hustle they somehow become the leaders and we become the workforce that's why I'm no longer, like I said, working for somebody else anymore. I'm either going to be somebody who starts my own social enterprise, somebody who partners up with the program, somebody who comes up with a campaign, or somebody who takes a leadership position in a school or whatever organization that I work at in the future. But I'm no longer an employee. I can't do that to myself anymore. I My CV is seven and a half pages long. Seven and a half pages worth of mixture of volunteering and work experience. You cannot tell me that I have to take someone's dictatorship like rules and regulations that's why my previous last two um workplaces and stuff we clashed all the time because you give me a title of being the head of this and the head of that and the head of this and then you tell me what to do I don't like it bye 
okay that's you i don't like that i'm gonna go to a place where i can actually be the head of something and be given the opportunity to do that so look around you and look at your structure look at your schedule are you in charge of something if you are do you get the dignity and the honor to do that if that's the case brilliant if not and somebody's micromanaging you then you need to be like babes relax if you are that young um, ethnic person or that young working class person or young whatever person who's grateful to be in this room and you're like oh my gosh look get that out of your head imposter syndrome is a thing that affects everyone it has no race no religion nothing no gender nothing it doesn't have anything it's just a condition that affects everyone who has come from somewhere at the bottom and somehow now they're here that quote from drake that said started from the bottom now we're here so what now that he's there does that mean he's we have to now be grateful if we're ever in the same room as drake does that is that what that means no okay we're human beings it doesn't matter what your position or whatever it is we're human beings the only thing that separates us is if you're somebody who worked like a fucking legend to get to where you are i will respect you if i'm ever in a room with oprah winfrey i'll be like oh my everything because that woman fuck do you know what i mean people like that deserve you saying i'm so grateful to be here but people like the fucked up leaders that we have in this society the fucked up managers line managers all these bullshit piece of shit who somehow got to where they are because of what the fuck and they think they can dictate us bitch no you don't deserve my gratitude and my humbleness and all of that. I'm going to be somebody who's just like you. And if I believe that I'm somebody who's going to be like you and I stand up tall, work hard and achieve what I need to achieve, then I can sit on the same table as you. And we're equals and we can both be leaders and line managers and manager directors and whatever. But I'm talking about differentiating your honor and your gratitude in the situations that you're in if you're invited to a thing where you're recognized among 28,000 people at a national diversity award thing that's something amazing to be grateful and honored and privileged for however when you're sharing that news don't say daddy and mommy and everybody like that you're adult think like adult if you're a child however go for it say that okay so that's a little tiny thing that i just wanted to um share with you that you know the craziness of what i've just been learning each time something dramatic come into my life and i'm like do i tweet about it do i facebook it do i do that's the blessing of having a podcast because i can just hit record and share my thought and later on when i replay it back more for you it's a really good reflection time for me because it lets me come back to this moment what i'm thinking about and lets me move forward to the next step yeah so i need to get a microphone so i'm gonna like start taking this podcast seriously i'm gonna start learning how to edit i'm gonna do like a theme tune in the beginning and little little things to make it a bit more serious but um yeah just um thank you even if it's a quick one or a long one you're always listening and i appreciate you so just a quick lesson that i learned today be grateful be humble but sometimes look around you on where you are if you are somebody who has worked extremely hard to gain experience qualification and you have gained the knowledge 
to be outstanding and amazing and you work so hard don't belittle yourself don't bring yourself down don't bring yourself lower than the person you're working for make your head go up make your shoulders be high sit up say your shit okay but be careful if you're like for example a ta and you are somebody who's got wealth of experience and you're sitting next to a teacher who's treating you like a ta but in your head you're like damn i'm a teacher though but don't overpower the person don't talk over them don't micromanage the class let like give yourself the opportunity to be like like straight away morning when you come in set the tone of the day with the teacher is that what's happening today what is that day looking like and let the teacher tell you oh we're going to be doing this this, this, this. and you're going to be like is there anything specifically you want me to focus on throughout the day because then you're giving the teacher whoever he is the opportunity to be like oh this person actually wants to work with me not judge me because how would you feel if you're the teacher at the beginning in the classroom and you've got someone sitting in the back and they're kind of like every time the class goes a bit noisy they're the ones shutting everyone up every time the kids need to do something they're the ones doing it like I remember when I was in my last school the secondary one and this teacher was like weird in the science room and I just had to be the person that's itching to get up itching to tell the kids to like focus pay attention because he was trying so desperately to be cool and to be liked by the kids but then he's losing the class on poor behavior management and I just wanted to do this primary clap thing or whatever I wanted to do to just get the class back but I didn't I controlled myself because he is the class teacher and I even though I am a teacher and I'm frustrated that he's not doing his job properly I reminded myself that in that moment I was in the inclusion team I was doing something else I was here to support somebody and I wasn't here to like you know micromanage his lesson so I bit my tongue and sit in the background but if you're like a general class TA and you're supposed to be working with everyone start your conversation in the morning first thing with the teacher set your day and let her tell you or him whoever you're working with what you need to focus on that day and then focus on that and you know what it is right even though we hate our jobs and they're shit you just gotta force yourself to continue to keep going and then reach your end goal that's if you have an end goal if you don't have an end goal for example i'm talking about end goal as in like you're a student teacher and you just need to finish this until you become qualified yourself if you're somebody who needs to finish this contract job because you're paying for certain bills or you're saving for a flat or you're saving for holiday or you're saving for something and you need this job right now right this moment keep biting your tongue do what you need to do and moan about it and bitch about it to your friends afterwards if you're someone who's climbing the corporate ladder and you need to be in this position right now so that the next position allows you to be the ceo or the director or the whatever bite your tongue until you get there please don't misunderstand me when i say your mental health is important and your workload is important all these things i'm not letting you bullshit on your chances okay i'm telling you to be realistic but at the same time don't make this like 10 years or five years that's the people that i'm talking to when i say you're gonna burn out but if you're somebody who just started this if you're somebody who's been there for a short time do it okay keep biting your tongue until you reach your end goal but have an end goal i always set myself a task of i'll be in a place no more than two years after two years if i'm not developing myself or if i'm not being allowed to progress to a next stage then i need to move on to another place two years is my maximum what's your maximum set yourself a maximum and let that place know that you're doing so good if they don't deliver for you in two years then you need to move on to the next part because you are more than that you're really worthy more than that 
okay you're worthy more than that fuck it man so i need to stop now because this was supposed to be a teeny tiny thing and my mind started wondering again but listen honestly the reason why my mind started wondering is i love you guys and your feedback and everything that i you know record means a lot to me but sometimes i feel like i'm preaching the wrong thing because a lot of you are like oh my gosh yes okay like i'm gonna start doing this for monday and i'm like whoa relax okay breathe i don't want you to suddenly go into your workplace and be like oh i was listening to this podcast about you know like valuing my time and valuing my thing and i'm gonna go home at 6 30 no matter what and then your job is your you know manager's like dude you've got shit to do you know we've got offset coming in tomorrow you need to stay late to get your classroom ready or you need to like you know we've got like corporate meeting next morning or we've got like whatever do you know what i mean we have a showcase tomorrow and you need to be here to set up the shop whatever your job is okay and then suddenly you're like you are my mental health though i gotta go in it so be realistic is the point i'm saying okay no one to pick your battles no one to say enough is enough no one to say you've reached your limit and you need to put yourself first because if you're being overwhelmed and there's just too much being put on you over and over and you're there for year one year two year year three year four year five i know someone who's been in a particular job for 12 and a half years now and this person is incredibly unhappy at their job and they are still at the position that they started that depresses the fuck out of me 12 years of your life that you're never gonna get back being in the same job in the same role earning the same salary and you are now coming to me for shisha to say iffy i'm a bit shit i don't like my job and it's just like this okay is the conversation oh you're moving and you need my help starting a new job or applying for new stuff no no, no, no. i love it it's just you know it's just it's just too much you know it's been so long and i don't feel like i'm valued fuck her, get out of my face i beg you after 12 years do you really think they're gonna value you babes they stopped valuing you from year five after the sixth year was up you suddenly became a collateral thing that's just there all these people that started after you that have now moved up the ladder all these people that have gone and left and whatever and you're still there at the position that you started get off my face please get away from my face get out of my face or get off my face Astaghfirullah would get off my face I just had the image in my head but anyways I just ruined a very dramatic line man come on Ifra don't let your mind wander but the point I'm saying is know when to pick your battles okay be proud of yourself okay be proud of yourself in whatever capacity that you're in if you have a job and you're hustling in this fucked up economy that we're in right now be proud of yourself okay but value yourself as well value your mental health value who you are if you're in a relationship value yourself value your time value your partner but also ask yourself am i gonna waste years of my life being with the same person in the same situation and not moving um, on okay if you're in a situation where you are the person who's got hard work dedication all these things and the person you're with is not someone who's aspirational someone who's pushing themselves you need to ask yourself am i trapped in this person with the situation can i get out of it is this too late what's happening with my life is it worth it love is beautiful love is amazing and you should be able to value your partner but when people ask you to sacrifice and compromise ask yourself how far 
am I compromising? Is this compromise giving up my worth, giving up years of my life to wait for this person to get their shit together or to do something or whatever? Or does this person even show you romance? What does romance even mean? Do you feel happy? Do you feel excited when you see them? Do you feel sad when they're not with you? Do you get these butterflies every time they walk into a room? Does the mere mention of their name makes you feel safe and happy? Does that that's what a relationship should be? Comfort, safety, okay? Love that you can't quite put into words because this person makes you feel really, really complete. Okay, that's why in Islam is called completing half your din deen because this person completes you. Okay, if you feel that, keep at it. Go through all the struggles, all the ups and downs together, and you're gonna be fine. But if you're just there at a convenience, and this is particularly to women who are at a certain age and they're like, fuck it, let me just, okay? Sister, if that's at your pace and you know what your game is, do you? I'm not gonna ruin it. But if you're someone who's just for the sake of it, babes, fix it okay and um yeah so i could go on because there's all these thoughts in my head but i'm gonna end it there because it's been 25 minutes now and i was supposed to do like a quick two minute recording i have no idea what i even talked about because my head was this oh yeah the whole point of why i hit record is because i'm thinking of going into stand-up comedy and um I want to give you like two minutes after the depressing fuck I just spoke about. I ended with I'm going to stand up comedy. No, because I was reading this thing, right? Where this guy was talking about like all this like mental health stuff. And he was saying how when he reached like the darkest points in his life, comedy brought him forward. Because in life, he said you can either cry or you can laugh. And if you cry about all the shit that you're dealing with, it will just like cripple you and it will just eat you alive. But if you laugh about it, you'll find the positive, you know, at the end of the whatever, and then you're going to be fine. So I've been thinking about that. So over the next couple of episodes, I might just drop random one-liners at you and then you let me know whether or not I have a future or you'll be throwing tomatoes at me. So yeah, that to look forward to. But um, it's 1am now, past 1am actually, fuck, I started this at 12 something, I'm going to lie on my bed and read a book until I fall asleep now, and I shall see you soon, good night my friend, good night.